seated. Number six. We'll do a couple of verses, number six, when we got these books out. Verses of 127. I'll skip through a few of these old songs we don't hear very often. We'll do first and last of 127. <clears throat> Just tell you how crazy my mind is. The first thing popped in my mind is that would have been Noah's favorite song. <laughs> Sing. Oh, they tell me One more 
And uh, since we don't get her on the piano anymore, I asked Marilyn if she'd play one for us. Let's do a couple of verses of 48. We'll slow down a little bit with this one. It's one of my favorite songs in the book. And after Marilyn plays, we'll turn it to you, Brother Steve. Number 48, we'll do first and last of it.
morning to be here uh, once again over at the house of the Lord and I realize we're kind of slim knew we would be today and uh, we've got several of course brother Bo uh, is um, will be having rehab for a little while so he'll be down there explaining rehabilitation so please keep pending your prayers and uh, brother Chris and his family and brother Wayne and his family are uh, in uh, uh, 
where did they go? I just Canada. Canada. And uh, they're, uh, they're on a much needed vacation. So we were thankful the Lord got them up there safely. They texted and said they got up there uh, yesterday afternoon. And so please keep them in your prayers. And then we've got several that have got, gone to uh, decorations today up at High Mile, Sister Renee and Brother Gene and uh, Sister Jess. But uh, glad that you're here today. And, uh, and, and I appreciate uh, what Brother Roger said. This is the day the Lord has made. And I want to be glad and rejoice in it uh, today. Good to have our visitors with us. And we appreciate you being here. And uh, thankful for all that uh, God's given and done. If you'll turn in your Bibles to 2 Kings, the 6th chapter, 2 Kings, the 6th chapter, I'd like to uh, uh, read some verses in your hearing uh, this morning. We've, uh, we've prayed, we've asked God to uh, give us uh, something to deliver to you, and it uh, seemed like all through the weekend we just uh, couldn't seem to get settled on anything, and, and uh, this morning, uh, I guess around 7 o'clock, uh, the Lord started bringing this scripture to our remembrance and, and um, showed us a little thought in it. We hope that it will be a help to you. And I want to encourage you today that uh, God's got uh, uh, the answer for whatever need you might have in your life today. No matter how small or how big you think that need might be, uh, God has got the answer uh, and, and, and he's got a way for you today, and I appreciate that. And uh, uh, But I'm going to begin reading in the 6th chapter, uh, in the 8th uh, verse, in the 8th verse and 6th chapter of 2 Kings. And uh, I'd like to uh, preach on the thought this morning, uh, an eye-opening experience. And I want you to think about that just for a little bit. I'm sure each one of us at some time in our life uh, have had an out and experienced something that happened to us or something we witnessed that uh, really opened our eyes, so to speak, to something. And so uh, uh, here in the eighth verse, it said, Then the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall be my camp. And the man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou pass not uh, such a place, for thither the Syrians are come down. And the king of Israel sent to the place which the man of God told him and warned him of and saved himself there, not once nor twice. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was sore troubled for this king, and he called his servants <clears throat> and said unto them, Will ye not shew me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet that is in Israel, telleth the king, uh, telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. And he said, Go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host, they came by night and compassed the city about. And when the servants of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, an host compassed the city both with horses and chariots. And his servants said unto him, 
Alas, my master, how shall we do? For he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray that he open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain uh, was full of horses and chariots of fire uh, round about uh, Elisha. So uh, as we look, if we read this scripture, we begin to look. This was during the time that uh, right prior to this, uh, we find that Elisha and the men of God were here cutting down uh, trees, and they were cutting down timbers, they called it, and uh, the axe head of, uh, of, of one of them that was cutting uh, flew off out into the water, and, and uh, uh, he was uh, very grieved because he had borrowed that axe, and the uh, axe head did just what you would think it would do. It sank to the bottom like a rock, and, uh, uh, but Elijah told him, uh, he said, where did it fall? And, and uh, so he threw a stick over there in the section of water where the axe head had fell. And uh, the Bible said that Elijah, through the power of God, caused the axe head to swim and come to the top. Now, this is something that uh, would be hard for us to understand if we didn't see it uh, with our own eyes. But we believe today by the power of God uh, that this happened. And so uh, we go a little bit further in the uh, scripture here. And we found what find where the Syrians uh, have surrounded uh, Elisha and the, uh, the people of God here. And the servant of Elisha gets very uh, concerned about this. And he uh, comes and he says, uh, uh, what shall we do? And, uh, because a lot of times when we look around and we see the enemy uh, seemingly to prevail against us and everything looks like that we're on the losing side and that the enemy uh, is prevailing, uh, uh, but God, uh, Elijah prayed to God that he would open the eyes uh, of this servant and let him see. And the Bible uh, teaches us that his eyes were open and he saw that in camp around Elisha was a great uh, army of God that was in camp around. And I believe that uh, you could say it was angels of God that he uh, put around him there today. So uh, what I wanted to preach on is just uh, for a few minutes today is uh, having an eye-opening experience with God today. And I, I begin to think is uh, a lot of times all we uh, see is what we see with our, our carnal eye. But today, uh, God has so much more uh, uh, for you and I to see today. Uh, uh, if we'll open up our spiritual eyes uh, and we'll begin to see uh, uh, what God has uh, on the other side, uh, it can be an eye-opening experience uh, uh, for you and I today. Uh, he'll take us to grounds uh, higher than we ever thought uh, uh, that we could go. Uh, and I tell you today as we studied uh, about Noah uh, and the ark uh, and what Noah did by faith uh, in building the ark uh, and staying on the ark uh, until God told him to get off. Uh, I believe that God uh, had opened to Noah uh, an eye of faith. Uh, not anything he could see with his natural eye but he had an eye opening experience with the Lord today. And when he cut off that ark, just as Brother Michael told us, he saw an earth like he had never seen. It wasn't the same place that it was when he got on that ark today. I'm going to tell you, if we'll let God 
open our spiritual eyes. How you and I can have experiences beyond our wildest dreams today. If this earth was all that it was and everything that's going on around us today, if that was our only hope today, how discouraging it would be to be alive in America in the year 20, 22. But because by our faith, I can see something greater today and more that he has in store for you and I today. Amen. He can put us on shouting ground. Amen. I begin to think about this as we, I begin to look and Elijah should, Elisha knew that uh, uh, this young man, uh, I was just seeing carnally uh, what was around him. Uh, I'm sure he was discouraged. Uh, looked like the enemy. Uh, I was greater than they were. Uh, I looked like there was more uh, of them than there were of, of us. Uh, uh, but I tell you what, uh, I get excited uh, when I read that verse uh, uh, where Elisha, uh, I told him uh, that he, they that be with us uh, are more than they, they that be with them today. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, if we're on God's side today uh, and we've got his strength uh, and his help with us today, uh, uh, we can climb uh, any mountain uh, uh, that we encounter. Uh, we can face any enemy uh, uh, that comes against us. Uh, and I want to tell you today, if you look at the devil with a carnal eye, he's mighty powerful today. And he's going to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. I saw a book one time, and the title of it was The Devil is Alive and Well on Planet Earth. And I couldn't agree more. When we look around, Brother Mark, at what's going on in our land today, we see the evil and the hate and the murder. Uh, that are going on around our land and throughout this world. Uh, looking in a car line, uh, we could just say we're defeated. Uh, uh, there's no use. Uh, uh, but I'm glad today uh, uh, that God opened up a spiritual eye uh, that you and I can see uh, a little bit further down the road. Uh, we can look back uh, to what God's done in the past uh, and how he's always taken care of his people. Uh, and we know uh, uh, that looking ahead, uh, uh, He'll never forsake us, and he'll never leave us today. Amen. I'm glad today how that there can be an eye-opening experience with the Lord. And this young man, how when Elisha prayed that God had opened his eyes, he looked around, and he seen that there was help on every side today. I thought about this. There was a time back over there when the children of Israel were in the Egyptian bondage. And the Bible said that the God began to send plagues one after another over there into Egypt. And I'll not go through all the plagues. There was a lot of them. But I remember one distinctly. The Bible said it was a plague of darkness. Not only darkness, but it said darkness which could be felt. Now that's pretty dark. When you can put your hand in front of your face and you can't see out of the palm of your hand. And I believe that's how dark uh, how that it was. Uh, but I'm still talking about uh, an eye-opening experience today. Uh, the Bible said that when he sent that plague of darkness uh, over there in Gosh, 
Austin in the Israelites' tent. How there was light. Don't understand how all that works. But God today will make it where his people can see when the world is blinded today. Amen. You know the reason a lot of folks today just can't see and we want them to be able to see and to understand that there is a God today that's watching over us, that there is a Jesus Christ that died on Calvary's cross for our sins. And we wonder a lot of times why folks I just can't see. There's so many people today that's blinded, but I believe today if people are willing to allow God to open their spiritual eyes today, amen, that they will have a, an experience, amen, an experience that will change their life. When the Lord saved me, amen, it was an experience that changed me. And a little old, later on down life's road, and I begin to see the miracles of God time and time again when I thought we were at the end of the road, when I thought that all things were downhill, he opened my eyes one more time and let me see and gave me encouragement just as he gave this young man that was with Elisha over there. I'm talking about an eye-opening experience. It wasn't very long ago over here at Liberty Hill. We were just down to a handful of folks. You remember that. And the church prayed and asked God to help us. And by our faith, we believed that God would help us. Amen. And little by little, uh, since that time, he's been adding more and more to the church. And I'm so glad of that today. The Spirit has met with us. I'm going to tell you today, he'll open your eyes. He'll let you see things that you thought how you never could see today. And while all those Egyptians were over there in darkness, I'm going to tell you there was light in the Israelites. There's a lot of folks today that are hurting that thinks there's no hope uh, today uh, for them. And if you're looking at the world today, uh, there is no hope today that comes from the world. But the hope that you and I have today comes from God. Amen. And he's still making those experiences opening our eyes today. I thought about this as I look at this wall. A lot of people, if you've never been involved in construction, uh, when you look at a sheetrock wall or a pedal wall or a wood wall, all you see is a wall. Uh, but I tell you, uh, Marilyn, my eyes go a little bit further than that because I, y'all too, if, you, if you've ever been involved in building a house, you know that Behind that wall is all kind of wires and all kind of uh, plumbing uh, back there. You can see just a little bit further. I'm going to tell you that's what God will do today. Uh, he'll open our eyes and he'll let us see a little bit further. How uh, that he's helping us in a time of need when all looks discouraging. He's always there and he's going to help us today. But I'm going to tell you it's going to take an eye-opening experience today for folks to get saved. Amen. <coughs> Amen. I remember reading one time about a prodigal son. The Bible said that he went to his father and asked for his inheritance early. Amen. And the Bible said he went out and he began to spend that money on what the Bible called riotous living. Amen. I believe he was just, everything he saw, he was a buy. Amen. Just spending money like he was going out of style. And before long, the Bible said there became a famine in the land there. And, uh, and uh, this young man was caught in that family. Uh, the Bible said that he hired out over there uh, to go to work for a man out in his field to feed hogs. Uh, amen. And so uh, he got out there and the Bible said uh, that while he was uh, feeding those hogs, he, he thought that 
uh, how he'd love to just eat what they're eating. And, and then he began to think about uh, over his father's house, the things that he had over there in his father's house before he asked for his inheritance and left. Uh, the Bible said he came to himself. I believe today he had an eye-opening experience while he was in the hog pen and he saw himself over there and where he was and where he could be by an eye of faith today. And we know the story how he went back to his father and he just asked to be a hired hand, didn't ask to be anything big in his father's house, uh, but his father uh, put him on a new coat on him. And I'm going to tell you, he accepted him with open arms. And that's what Jesus will do today for you and I. Amen. And I opening experience today. And I, I tell you, there's been times in my life where I thought one thing. And the Lord began to open my eyes to where I really seen through that. Amen. He gave me an experience. And he'll do the same thing for you today. I heard an old song one time. It said, uh, the blinder I get, the better I see. And the song was about Jonah. And, and uh, I, I began to think about Saul of Tarshish when he was on the road to Damascus. And the Bible said that he was going to persecute the churches just as he had done before and to cause havoc uh, with the churches. But there on the road to Damascus, the Bible said that a great light shone down from heaven Amen. And it pretty much just blinded Saul. And, uh, and he got to the point there uh, where he couldn't see it. He said, Who art thou, Lord? <laughs> and he knew exactly uh, who it was. And the Lord told him, said, It's hard for thee uh, to kick against the pricks. Uh, but the Lord blinded uh, Saul of Tarsus there. And he became Paul. And the Bible teaches us uh, uh, that it, uh, a little while after that, uh, that the scales fell off of his eyes and he could see. I'm going to tell you, Paul uh, turned his life around. Instead of being a persecutor of the church and trying to defeat everything that Jesus Christ had done, he became the greatest preacher ever known to man. I lifted up the Lord. High today. I'm going to tell you, he had a, 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 an experience today uh, in the Lord. An eye-changing experience today. And you and I can have that same thing. But it's going to take us seeing with a spiritual eye. A lot of times there's some of us maybe here today that we've, we feel like we've gone to our wits end. And we feel like we've wrestled with a problem and doesn't seem to be getting any better. And, and the devil's got us convinced that it's about as good as it's going to get. Amen. I'm going to tell you something today. I'm serving a God that can open our eyes today and let us see just a little bit further. I thought about this and the things that's going on around us today. And I thought about the church and the persecution that she's under. And we shouldn't be surprised at that. A lot of folks today seem surprised at how the church is persecuted. But Jesus warned us in the Word of God. Uh, he said, if they, uh, if they persecuted me, they'll persecute you today. And if they hated me, they'll hate you. Anything that represents Jesus Christ. So we shouldn't be surprised today uh, when persecution comes from all sides against the church. And it does. Uh, but I'm glad that through an eye of faith, we can see a little bit further that we're the victors in this thing. And we win in this battle that we're in today uh, 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 against Satan and his enemies today. So I want to encourage you.
today. Like just as this young man had over here, and Elijah saw that he, he, he just thought that they were outdone and outnumbered. But the Lord opened his eyes, and the Lord's opening the eyes of people today and letting them see. I thought about uh, Balaam, the Bible said, and we know that he was on a journey uh, over there to try to get some folks to uh, curse God's people. And the Bible said that he'd come to a point there and his old donkey that he had always relied on and always took him everywhere he went. Uh, the Bible said that the donkey got to a point there and he wouldn't go any further. And it began uh, to back up. And, uh, and then at one point, it even uh, took him, uh, uh, hit Balaam's leg into the wall there, dashed his leg into it. And uh, Balaam began to curse that donkey and call him all kind of names and hit him with a whip or whatever he had there. And, and finally, uh, the old donkey just laid down. And, and uh, uh, what it was, if the donkey could see the angel of the Lord, how, how that was standing before him, and Balaam could not see. How, how, but after a little bit there, how, how the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he could see that there was an angel standing in the way. And if that donkey had kept her going, it would have slew Balaam. And the donkey, I knew that today. I'm glad today how the hill opened our eyes. There's a lot of young folks today, and I see them going down life's road and the decisions how that they're making, not only young folks, but older alike, and you can see it too. And folks are headed for disaster in the decisions how that they're making, and we pray, God, how we pray that you'll open their eyes that they might see and have a life-changing experience in you today. Amen. Just as he opened the eyes of Balaam, amen. That was what I call a merciful roadblock is what that was. Amen. So I want us to think about that uh, today. An eye-opening experience in the Lord. Jesus was walking with some men, the Bible said, on the road to Emmaus. And, and, uh, and we know that he had, this was after he was crucified and, and uh, these men were discussing what had happened about Jesus and his crucifixion and about him being buried. And, and uh, Jesus began to walk with them. And little did they know that it was Jesus walking with them. They thought it was just some Johnny come later that didn't know anything. And, and uh, he asked them about what they was talking about. And they couldn't believe he hadn't heard about Jesus and about him uh, uh, dying on Calvary's cross. And, and, uh, and him supposedly, supposing to rise on the, on the third day. And, and the Bible teaches us as they walked on a little further, um, they got to Emmaus, they sat down at meat there, and they began to eat. And the Bible said uh, that the eyes of those that were with him were opened, and they saw that it was Jesus. And he said he appeared, disappeared out of their sight. And they said, did not our heart burn within us uh, when he spake? I'm going to tell you, he's still making a difference in people's lives today. He's still opening the eyes of those that are blind today. We sing that song, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. One of the words says, I was blind, but now I see. I, let him open your spiritual eyes today. If you're here this morning and, uh, and you're just in a limbo about what direction to go, a lot of us today, and I've been in the same boat, a lot of us today are at a crossroads in life and, and we're not sure which direction to go. There's a lot of different ways and we know that God has in store for us the right way to go. And I want to encourage you today 
uh, let him open your spiritual eyes today and to see uh, what he had you see. I, I appreciate your testimony about when y'all bought your house and how you had prayed and the Lord just seemed to open that door. Amen. I'm going to tell you, if we won't get in a hurry, if we'll just follow the leadership of God and say, God, not my will, but thy will be done today. Uh, open my eyes, Lord. Let me see what you would have me to do, the direction you'd have me to go. And if you'll do that, he'll show you today. There's a lot of folks today uh, that's just in limbo uh, and don't know what direction to go. Uh, there's a lot of folks today that are in churches uh, uh, that the Lord hadn't lead them to be in. Uh, and they're not happy. Uh, and they can't feel the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, and God is opening their eyes uh, and showing them uh, uh, what they need to do. You're here this morning, lost and undone without God. I was afraid of dying and going to hell. Amen. Let him open your eyes today, and he'll let you see that he's got help for you today. And he'll save your soul. He'll put your feet on a solid rock. He'll establish your going. He'll make your pathways straight today. Amen. He'll, have, he'll cause you to have. An eye-opening experience with him today. I begin to think about Elijah, and the Bible said that he was over there, and it was when he'd gone in that cave, and the Bible said that he, that he looked out, he was communing with God, and all he could see, you know, there's a lot of Christians today that think that they're the only ones, or just a handful of us are the only ones. But boy, I got good news for you today. Just as he showed Elijah over there, he said, I got 7,000 that had bowed knee. Can you imagine? You reckon Elijah shouted when he heard that? Amen. Amen. A lot of times we get to thinking, we look at around at what Hollywood's doing and Washington, D.C.'s doing and all these places, and we say, Lord, we're outnumbered. Lord, we... Lord, we just feel like we're on the losing end of this thing. Let him open up your spiritual eyes and see the power of God and that we have victory today in Jesus Christ. And no matter how, what the world looks like today, I, no matter how, how big they look today, how God I will exalt you and lift you up and put you up on a higher plane today. I'm not one of these preachers. How they'll tell you that God wants everybody to live in a mansion and drive a Cadillac. But I will tell you this. He desires to bless you and I today and give us peace like a river that surpasses all understanding. Yeah. Amen. Amen. In our life today, an eye-opening experience. I remember after I graduated from high school, and yes, I did graduate when I did. Amen. I remember going into the working world, and boy, what an eye-opening experience that was for me, Brother Michael. And, uh, I thought getting up in the morning and being at class on time and all of that was a big thing. Uh, but I found out when I got out in the working world, that was an eye-opening experience uh, uh, for me. And down through my life and your life, there's been eye-opening experiences. Getting married was an eye-opening experience for me, uh, Brother Don. I'm sure it was 
uh, for Belinda, but I'm going to tell you what. Uh, I've never experienced anything uh, like the hand of God uh, when he opens our eyes uh, and allows us to see uh, a little bit further down the road uh, how the world will tell us today. Uh, uh, the world told Noah, I believe. Uh, I believe they let him know uh, that they felt that he was wasting his time. Uh, waste of lumber. Uh, waste of time. Uh, waste of energy. Can you imagine a hundred something years building on the same a project that I lose patience a lot of times when I fool with something for an hour. And he, he went on day after day. I, I'm building that thing to the blueprints of God today. Amen. And all the world around couldn't understand what he was doing. But I believe with the rain, I began to fall. And then the earth began to open up. And the water began to flow. Amen. They could see, but it was too late. Amen. Bible said that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Now a lot of people will say I'll never confess and my knee will never bow, but it will. It will. I'm glad that we've done this while there's time and while there's opportunity. Acknowledging that he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. By my faith we can see Amen. An eye-opening experience. And I want to encourage you when God gives you an eye-opening experience, something that maybe changes the way you think or the things that you do, drive you up a step when he does that. Amen. And then as you go down life's road, you'll be able to go back. Really, it's discouraging. That's when I think about it. When it begins to be really discouraging, as you look back at the last time that God opened your eyes and he blessed you, you drove up a stake. You say, devil, I can look right back to here and I can see where God took care of me during this problem, this tribulation, and I know, Lord, that he's, I know, devil, that he's going to take care of me in the next. Amen. Today, let him open your eyes. Let him make a difference in your life today. I'm so glad that when this young man began to see and he began to look, and he saw that all he could see there for a while was just the enemy all around about. But God let him see all the angels and kept around him today. Have you ever thought about that? You may be driving your car going down the road, and you don't realize that God's got all this protection right around you. Amen. Have you ever had a, a close call where you almost got in a wreck but didn't? Amen. Had times where you'd be in a lane and somebody just start coming over on you and praise the Lord. There wasn't nobody in this lane so you could get over a little further. All kind of uh, near encounters with disaster. I'm thankful for that eye-opening experience that he gives you and I today. So I want to encourage you, if you're here today, God's leading you to do something. He's opened your eyes and he's let you see what you need to do. He's let me see what I need to do. And then it becomes up to us to take that step and to do what God's leading us to do today. If you've been saved and, and uh, you've never become part of the church and you've got a tug that you can't really figure out, you don't know what's going on, let him open your eyes and let, him, let you see what you need today. You're lost and undone without him. Let him see yourself, see yourself going to hell 
and see what God's got in store for you. Amen. If you'll believe in the saving of your soul. Let him direct you where you need to go. Amen. If you'll do that, amen, you'll have a peace come down. I'm sure that young man, when he looked around after God opened his eyes, he felt a whole lot safer after he saw what God wanted him to see. If everybody will stand, come get us a song. Amen. An eye-opening experience today. Let the Lord open your eyes. Let him show you what he'd have you to do today. Amen. Number 
had an eye-opening experience with God. Let me encourage you today. Don't cause God to have to give you a Jonah experience today. And he can. And it may not be in a fish's belly. But don't try his patience so much that he has to do something drastic in your life.